you need tonight A little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and caramel kirk Check them out as they go to work Congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a can of whoop ass And blast, blast, blast Ooh, Carmen, welcome back to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Thank you for being here. Oh, you're welcome. I'm happy to see you. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like it's been a long time since you've been on. (laughs) No, it hasn't. You don't think so? No, I've been here a few times. You've been here a couple times? Mm -hmm. You haven't had enough of it yet? No, I don't think so. I'm a talker. I like to talk. You like to talk. Mm-hmm. You're a talker. You know, it's uh, funny the way that the people like to express themselves. Some people like to express themselves in the motion of dance, Carmen. Mm-hmm. And one of the funniest videos I've seen in a long time was uh people were they were at a wedding it was one of those shorts on the uh, youtubes or the uh, or uh, facebook facebook's or, or the instas any of those i think uh, the, the tiktoks uh i think they all like go from each one so they yeah yeah um but it's these uh people they're dancing it looks to be at a wedding mm-hmm. and, and then the music little john he goes turn down for what you know you know, mm-hmm. you know how that song goes. Yeah, I saw the video. Turn down for what? And then, the, like, uh, the music goes, and this guy, he's like really into it. Yeah, he started then, getting crazy. And, he was ready for it. And then Abba's uh, dancing queen comes on. He's like, it's your dancing queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he looks at the guy, and the guy looks like the the groom mm-hmm. of the wedding, and like the the camera's on him, and everybody's looking at the guy, so they knew it was gonna happen to him. Mm-hmm. Because they saw how wild he was already getting. He yeah. was worked he, up. Oh, crazy, Carmen. He loved he it. He was like, I'm enjoying this wedding right now. <laughs> and he just looks at that DJ booth, and he's because he like, feels so. It's like he just fucked up his whole night, uh-huh. and then it went viral on top of that. <laughs> now everybody else gets to see him and laugh get at him. duped, and uh, it reminds me of a situation uh, on Catalina. They would have every uh, every October, I believe, around that time, they would have the micro brew fest where you could go to two harbors in in Catalina and. There would be like twenty different breweries there, and you could get your little samples. And mm-hmm. then the uh, in two harbors, there's like a restaurant mm-hmm. and then a general store, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like there's like not really like there's a campground, right? But they know. got the brew fest there, so then it makes it yeah. worth it. And uh, there was a DJ man after the brew fest, mm-hmm. uh, the restaurant, and uh, me and uh, Haley and I, we started dancing. Started dancing at this uh, this DJ man. He was playing horrible music, you know, and but we were out there. We were sporting a good time, and then you know some other people came. Once you're the first ones out there, other people will join. They'll yeah, be like, look how, every single time. look how much fun they're having. Yeah, let me go get I in. I want to get kind of one of those fun. And we basically turned the 
whole situation around for that that little DJ man, Carmen. Mm -hmm. And then I kept requesting songs. And this always happens. Maybe I don't have the best song selection, but he wouldn't play any of the songs that I wanted him to play. Yeah, I think that your selection of music, you have you have good music, but um maybe it doesn't fit the party no, vibe of that. No, if it's no. my uh energy level. Right, but it is not so much anybody else. They'd be like, yeah, this is yeah, going to nice beat, but I've never heard the song before, so I don't yeah, really I don't know. Yeah, I want to listen to this. How I'm supposed to arrange my body to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh so I yelled out kill the DJ. Mhm. You know, and we're Haley and I feel like that man he that was his kill the DJ moment mm-hmm. you know kill the DJ <laughs> <laughs> yeah good See, times you can't even do that now no you get arrested yeah they wouldn't like that today <laughs> throw you in jail screaming kill the DJ it's like no people really do be killing DJs you can't be saying that out loud yeah <laughs> it's crazy yeah that's funny but we've done that before I've done that once, actually. Yelled to, out, uh, kill the DJ? No, no. I don't behave like that oh. in public. I don't scream at the DJ. Why not? He's it, not doing his job. He's not doing the job you think he should be doing. <laughs> no. He, uh, uh, we went to a party, and we were, so the bunch of people at the party, we were younger, too. We were kids. We were at, like, Detroit has a bunch of different halls where people rent out for little parties and stuff, and especially in the neighborhood we grew up in. It was like a few of them in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And one of the closest ones, they had this little kid's party. And we go to the party. It's like me, my sister, and one of her friends. And I go on the dance floor. And, well, I actually, I wasn't in the middle of the dance floor. I was on the wall. Mm-hmm. And Latrice, we were all on the wall, but I was dancing with this boy. And, you know, not... Too much, just a little bit dancing. Mm-hmm. And then the lady at the party, because she noticed none of the kids are dancing on the dance floor. They're right. all just standing around, like, not knowing what to do. Right. So we're dancing a little bit, and then she comes and grabs our arm and bring and move us to the middle of the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the whole party was lit. Everybody was dancing was at that band. point. Yeah, it got crazy after that. But it just took, like, a few of us right. for the lady to be like, Perfect. They're over there dancing. Why don't you guys come over to the middle yeah. right here? And then you know, next thing too. you know, everybody just joined in. By the time we left, that place was getting crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, we, we should be so proud of ourselves. Look what we did to this party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. And I'm not typically that person that'll do it. I guess I, if I walk into a party and it's already popping, I'll, I'll get in there. I'll dance. I like to dance. I'll, I'll go in a party and have a good time. Um, But... If I go to a party and everybody's standing around, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that one person that goes out there and tries to get the party started. That right. just happened to happen one time. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. But There's a uh, episode of uh, uh, Seinfeld where uh, Elaine tries to get the, the the party going and she starts dancing. And she's mm-hmm. got this weird dance move where she kicks and her thumbs go out. Mm-hmm. And she like looks like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And then everybody in the office like imitates her dancing like behind her back, and they mm-hmm. make fun. Oh, that's great! You don't want to end up like that person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, everybody kicks. looking at. No, you definitely don't want to end up like that person. <laughs> <laughs> the person that dances and everybody's talking about them. Mm-hmm. There was a so when we did the um, one of our events that we did last quarter in my events management class, we uh, 
had a yacht, mm-hmm. a boat cruise, and right. a bunch of people signed up, and we hosted the boat cruise. Mm-hmm. So the people who were over the project, it was four people who that was their specific project, and then all the rest of us were assisting them, the right. leads. And so one of the girls that's a lead, this little tiny girl, and she was like, you know, she's trying to get a good grade. So she's like on the boat dancing, and she's trying to get everybody to join in. She can't, like, her dancing is so horrible. She's just, Mm -hmm. like, jittering around, like, shaking around like a a toy. It's just, like, popping around everywhere. And it's just, like, even her boyfriend was looking like, damn. Like, I don't even, like, not here. But all these people, she ain't have no fucking shame in her game. Mm -hmm. She danced the entire time. She's like, I got to get a good good grade. Huh? Good for her. Good for her. But I can't get the image out of my head at this point. I ain't never seen... Something that bad, like mm-hmm. she danced worse than you do. I dance pretty good. I, I'm a I'm a pretty good dancer, Carmen. In oh fact, God. in fact, I remember we were uh, at the uh, tavern sometime, and the lady, the lady working there, said I was a good dancer. Yeah. What does she want? Huh? What do you mean? What does she want? What does she want? She doesn't want anything. She wanted something. She wanted to the world to know that I'm a good dancer, Carmen. Mm, that's not. That don't make sense. Why? She wanted something else. What? You. No. Why, would Why she... else would she tell you that? <laughs> she t- didn't tell me that. She told the people. That's what I'm saying. Right. That seems a little bit odd to me. You know, I've got a certain set of moves. Uh, Robert Ortega of the Different Beast podcast. Mm-hmm. He would say that I've got three dance moves, but if I'm wearing a jacket, I've got five. <laughs> it's not that. I mean... Everybody dance. You just move your body to the beat. Um, but the thing I noticed with you and with that girl on a boat is you guys move faster, like three times faster than the beat. <laughs> and that's what throws everything off, I think. No. It's like you got you to gotta slow down. <laughs> you just get that music in your body and you get the going. But it's you don't know cute. what beat we're going on, Carmen. I know. You're not going on the one everybody you know, else It's a 4-4 four, four time, Carmen. That means that there's four beats in there. <laughs> For every measure, you know, that's four moves you got to fit in the measure, Carmen. But you got to, you don't know how music works that everybody else is hearing. No, but they're wrong, Carmen. (laughs) They're wrong. It's funny. Mm -hmm. No, you're cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dancing is good. I think that dancing is a good time. Sometimes you just got to dance it out. Right. Sometimes you just get in one of those moods. I have days where I'm here, and sometimes I just got to get my dance on. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, you're not here. Yeah. And I just got to. Danced it out. Yeah. I <laughs> I hear you in the bathroom humming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I got that uh, song with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper stuck in my head right now. What's it called? I can't think of the name of the song, How's but it it's go? the one they... No, I'm not doing How's that. How's it go? No, don't do me like that. What? <laughs> it's the one from the movie they did together. Yeah. Born, Born a Star? Yeah. Born to be a star? Born a Star? Or something, something like that. No, I mean, I, I, think it, I think it's only one movie they did together, and it's only yeah. one song associated. Yeah, because it's a music movie. Right. Right. But that the song on that is, I love Lady Gaga mm-hmm. and her voice. I don't know why, but I'm pretty into Lady Gaga when mm-hmm. she comes out with stuff. I just watched a performance by her that was, Are you she did watch a the scat new? performance, actually. Scat? Doo-doo? A scat performance, singing scat. Oh, like, goo goo boo bop bop yeah, all that shit. 
And that's interesting to me. People who can, like, do that stuff, I guess. Man, I wish I was a good singer. I wish I had some damn talent that was um, something that I could turn into money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cooking, I don't think that. Yeah, whatever. You call it a talent. It's money. It ain't money like that. Like, if you had a great voice and you were a great singer, you can uh-huh. go make millions. Right. Some people are born with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to train their voices, but some people are born naturally know, knowing how to do stuff. Right. And I didn't get none of those things. You, you got to cultivate it, Carmen. You got to just come up you with it. You might have the talent, but you also have to have the work ethic to keep it. That's true. But if you ain't got the talent, it don't matter. Yeah. If you can't sing, you can look keep at, trying, keep look trying. Look at James Brown. Yeah, but that's a different look, time, too. Look at and James at least Brown. he can move his feet. <laughs> He was just moving his feet. That's all he was doing. That's what Man, he, got he had. A, he had a personality out of this he, world. He wanted to, to be this uh, great like crooner and singer man, but he just wasn't that good. Right. So he just had to stomp around. Yeah. Real quick. But I mean, I wonder, could, was he a writer? Did he write his own music? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If he was a good writer, that's a way in. If mm-hmm. you're a songwriter and you say, if you could write music, and compose music, and then you say, you know what, I want to jump in there and try it myself, and I want to put something together for myself. Like, that makes sense. When you don't know how to do any of that, and you can't sing, and you can't dance around like that, Uh it's like, okay, you got to choose something else to do. Right. (laughs) But what about uh, where we've watched a couple episodes of uh, Lizzo's Lookout for the Big Girls, Mm -hmm. where Lizzo, the... the the flute girl. She's a rapper singer. She played a flute. Flautist. 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 I don't know. Whatever them <laughs> shits are. Uh huh. And uh, she's got a. She needs. She, she's got a reality show for her backup dancer. Mm-hmm. I think they're only like giving up one spot, but one girl already got it. But those. So those you're looking at those girls dance like no I, they're they're gonna take more than one spot but they only did ten only ten girls could get in the house and it was house. thirteen girls right. she allowed two girls she told two girls that they didn't make it they had to go home and uh-huh. the one girl she said girl you don't need to go through boot camp you ready to go right on yeah. on stage I'll take you right now so I don't know if she's picking five or she's probably picking more than one but because uh-huh. the one spot already gone what would be the point of the show at that <laughs> right. point but know. yeah it's all these. Uh, I don't know. That's what I told Kirk. Like, I don't know if I would want to be a part of a show like Big Girl Show. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're a part of the, the Fat Girl Show. Like, I get it. Some people embrace it. Like, I'm big and I'm beautiful. But nobody wants t- to be that. Like, no, like you want to get healthier if you can. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to lose some weight right now. And I'm not, like, embracing it. Right. Like, nah. I'm just going to embrace it. No, I need to lose some weight. It's right. that simple. But what about the people that are like... Uh, if if you can't lose the weight, that's when you can be proud of it. If you like have a health problem where it's like impossible or very uh-huh. difficult for you, I can understand that. I think some people are naturally big people. Uh-huh. Understand that. But if like, like one of the girls that we saw on there, she was small at, like really small at some point. C- com- yeah. And then she was huge. So yeah. it was like, that's from no self-control. Like you, whatever changes happen with your body. of her when she was 18 as a college dancer. And it's like, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. So you did something different. Uh-huh. Now, mind you, you, as you get older, your body changes, hormones, right. all that stuff like changes. But at that point, you have to buckle down and mm-hmm. change the way you eat and start working out. And like, what about the people that are like, uh, 
you know, Adele, she's, she looks so good right now. She lost all that weight. Adele, she looked good. And then the people are like, she was beautiful before, too. Like... I mean, she she wasn't the people, the ugly. people that get the people that get upset because people are congratulating her on the weight loss. You know, like, well, a lot of okay, the weight <laughs> loss is one thing. A lot of more things came along with that. Like, girl, when you put them hairstyles in with them knots in your head and you walking around, they like she's like yeah, I'm, like I'm embracing my Jamaican boyfriend's culture. They're uh-huh. like, so she didn't got skinny and then she got a black hairstyle. Like uh-huh. what? Like all that combined, they're like, mm, we like the Dell when she was just. A nice big girl singing those nice ballads. Right. And now she's doing weird stuff. People don't like change. No. So they're used to seeing her like that. Who else went from that to that? It's a lot of people who went like that and the, their career has suffered from it. Mm-hmm. Who else was it? Jonah Hill's another one. Well, Jonah. I not, think, not necessarily his career suffered, but he's not as funny because his way. Well, he doesn't may- want to be funny. He wants to be taken serious. I know, but that's like the, that's the problem is that he's he he did all the movies as a fat funny guy, and now uh-huh. he wants to switch over to skinny serious. Uh-huh. Like you fucking you stressing people out because people don't like change, right? <laughs> and he uh, he looks weird. Mm-hmm. He dresses weird. He does his hair weird now. I don't know. Uh, Lavelle Crawford, the comedian. Yeah. Mm, like you remember when we watched Two him? Chops to the throat. <laughs> He was like two five six hundred pounds, uh-huh. and now he's like two something. He looks. I mean, he's older. He needed to lose the weight mm-hmm. for health purposes to still be alive. Yeah, but now like he looked like a he not to be he mean, like but he, he looked like a building. Right. Like his suit because he wore suits. Right, and they were gigantic. It looked like a like a billboard. Yeah. Yeah. He looked huge. But because he was that size, mm-hmm. when he would make faces and make certain movements, yeah. it made that shit more funnier. Right. Now when he, he has does, a very expressive face. Yeah, and then he had like that four chins on top of that, so that his yeah, chins would shake and everything when he made like jokes. Yeah. And this shit was so fucking funny. But now that he's lost weight, it's like he walk out on stage. It's just not the same. Like, because people are used to him being a certain weight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that water went by quick. Mm-hmm. You want some of mine? No, I'm okay. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like you people put their lives on TV for everybody to judge. And mm-hmm. if you decide to step into that that uh way of living, you got to know what comes with it. Sure. Um, So I'll bring up this story. Even though I know you're tired of talking about it. But... A new update on Natasha K and Cardi B situation. <laughs> Don't get that. So Tasha K is supposed to be paying Cardi B almost four million dollars for because defamation. She, said that she had herpes and and that her baby daddy wasn't even her baby's father and mm-hmm. all these things. So now the judge just ordered her to pay to take down all the posts that she posted, all the defamation posts about Cardi B, and she had five days to take it down. Mm-hmm. Well, she said she's taking it to the Supreme Court. And she's going to keep fighting it. So she's not taking anything down. And they're like, well, they're just going to throw her in jail and then make her pay a $50,000 fine for directly disobeying what the judge asked her to do. Mm-hmm. So on top of owing the $4 million, you're about to order oh, more in court fees. Like, they're going to bury this lady. Mm-hmm. And she is not backing down. It's like, at what point do you just take the loss? Never, Carmen. I don't understand Never. people like that. Like, you have lost... She's standing for her belief of making things up and 
talking about poor, poor, sweet, innocent Cardi B. That's, nobody's saying you can't say other things. You can say, oh, I think she's ugly. or I can, you Just can don't say, say the makeup, made up stuff. Yeah, you can't just make up stories and put <laughs> right. them out there. And she's like, I don't make up stories. I just listen to what other people say and put it on there. Okay, mm-hmm. well, they're making up stories and you're posting them. Mm-hmm. So you're the one who got all the views. That's why you got in trouble. Right. And as she didn't only lose the battle, she's lost a fucking war. And she just continues to, like, be resistant against it. It's like you just got to give up at this point, girl. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I ain't got the money. So you don't got the money, and you just gonna continue stacking up bills. Like some people are just a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. I don't know; it's weird to me. Yeah, I tell you that all the time. You're it's weird to me. No, you're a glutton for punishment. Me? Yeah. Because I like spicy food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you. So we had uh, went to a crab place. Like yeah. A crab boil? Would you call that? It's called the Shaking Crab, and. Uh, they do seafood boils. Yeah, seafood boil. Yeah. Place and uh There's a lot. We got of food. we got the mild seasoning. Mild Cajun seasoning. Mild Cajun and I didn't put any hotness. Yeah, did you want it spicier than that? It would have been a lot better if it was. It, I couldn't take it, but that it that's tasted, a lot of food. It tasted really bland. Kirk, that's yeah. a lot of food. It was, it was really bland. Cause you want to have, see, that's your problem. You need to have too much spice on it, uh-huh. Kurt. You got to stop with the spice. Like we've spoke about this a, a while ago in a podcast mm-hmm. that, and I just wanted to make sure that it's recorded for everyone to hear. Uh-huh. But Kirk eats spicy food a lot, mm-hmm. and I looked it up, and they say spicy foods do make you hotter. It raises your body temperature. Right. Okay. Kirk is always hot. It's to the point where, like, at night you'll be laying there and, like, I'll go to touch you or you'll touch my arm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's burning my skin. You're mm-hmm. so hot. Right. I don't understand how you're living like that. It's, it's my my burden. I know. Yeah. But it could be, I don't know. I don't know if you stop all spicy foods altogether, if the hotness will go away. Of course it would. But I can't do it. Yeah. What's the point of living? You know, uh, there's there's a man that said, you know, you could live to be 100 if you give up all the things that make you want to live to be 100. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Although I did know. I mean, you you grow out of some stuff as you get older. Sure. Yeah, so maybe you'll grow out of it. Out of the, the spiciness? Yeah, like maybe at 60 you're not going to be fucking putting a bunch of. No, you put more in because you can't taste it as well. You finished you off that it. whole damn bottle of It's in the refrigerator. Cholula. I'm just saying. It's Cholula wing sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I just want to say it because Kirk's going to spontaneously <laughs> bust one day, and then they're going to be looking at me and say, I did something. And I I'm going to say, it, no, I did not. I think it was time for me to use the Cholula wing sauce because those wings I made, the tequila wings, mm-hmm. the they... uh. That was months ago, so it was time for the sauce to go. Yeah, you uh, you made those tequila spicy wings, mm-hmm. and I thought they taste very good. I just don't like alcohol and food mixed together. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it's just a something in my brain that well, like they, there wasn't alcohol in it. It just marinated, right? But it tastes like tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I could taste the liquor, uh-huh. but they didn't taste bad at all. No, I mean okay. You have you get that uh tequila chipotle tequila salsa 
that you like? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Chipotle to Yeah. You can taste the alcohol in it. That's why I don't eat it with you. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That's um but some people love that. Like mm-hmm. Liquor and food and things like that. For me, I can't eat liquor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird for me to, to eat liquor. Right. Yeah. But it's Unless in it's so- Marsala. Right. Right. Yeah. Then that's okay. I could do Marsala. Oh, okay. I, a lot of things have wine wines in it. Right. But I'm talking about, like, when you go to put, like, bourbon in a sauce or something. Like, mm-hmm. we make a lot of desserts, and it'll be, like, bourbon glaze or bourbon right. whatever. I made the derby pie, and you didn't- uh, you didn't really like it because it had the bourbon in it. Well, a big part of so don't get mad at me, but mm-hmm. Kirk makes the best desserts ever. I uh, he is extremely talented with making desserts. It's very surprising because I didn't know that he was so good at making all these desserts, and he's impressed me a, a bunch of times with, especially how fast you made that damn ice cream and put it in there. Mm-hmm. I told the pastry chef at work what you did, and he's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, yeah, because you guys are just making it for home. You're not. And I'm like, dude, he made the ice cream. It's perfect. It tastes great. And he made it in like 45 minutes. He's like, "Mm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, what did he do again? (laughs) He's like, shit, I need to start doing that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the stuff he makes has to hold up for the whole restaurant. Right. But I feel like your stuff is still in the freezer and it might still be some good. Right. Um, But I'm not a dessert person. Mm Mm-hmm. I like my little soft serve ice cream with cherry topping on top. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I'm right. pretty simple. But other than that, I'm not a dessert person. Okay. You're the dessert person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So What about it? I don't I'm not shitting on your desserts. It mm-hmm. ain't got nothing to do with that. Uh-huh. But I make these beautiful homemade things and then you come home one day and you got pre made Pillsbury chocolate chip cookies. So you do get the taste for it every now and again. I know, but they're still in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to go in the garbage on Tuesday probably. Mm-hmm. Tuesday trash day. Yeah. I think that sometimes uh, I look at the amount of stuff we throw away. and uh, Then I look at also the food prices because the food prices are ridiculous right now. They're going so high. And I throw away so much. It's like I'm just. I can't even afford to get wings now, Carmen. I can't. We can't afford nothing (laughs) right now, Kurt. (laughs) We also waste a lot too, though. Uh I waste a lot. I'll put that on myself. But because we have rolls in the freezer, and then you got more rolls, and you got like twenty of them. But there's only so many rolls. Because bread is cheap. It's only two ninety nine. I know, but we don't need it though. So now we got two (laughs) bags of rolls in the freezer. And you know what? Those rolls, I tried one garbage yeah yeah so i'm gonna throw all those in the garbage too it's probably why they were two something right that's <laughs> okay yeah if you could donate food to like the pantries and stuff here i wouldn't mind taking food down and like just giving it away i don't think they're taking rolls though they're not taking anything and from individual people if you're not connected to a organization or you have to be signed up for the uh c4c or something like that it's a people caring for the community. Mm-hmm. Like they have programs you can sign up for, but you have to work at a place that has a license, a food handler's car, you know, all that right. stuff. I uh, actually tried to donate because I've got a a bag of clothes in the trunk mm-hmm. of our car. And I actually went to the Goodwill to go drop it off. Well, you just got a bag weekend. of clothes back there? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with it? I was going to give it to Goodwill. 
remember we went through all of our clothes and we said we we're going to donate these, donate that. Yeah, but I told you we couldn't. We couldn't over here. Right. But Goodwill should take it, but then they were closed for donations. Well, I knew that. I want, Did you go to Portland? No, I went to the one Scarborough. But oh, that's, that's beside even, the that's, point. Yeah, that's even worse. Why is it worse? Because I thought it was maybe just here. I didn't know they were doing that like in, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So now we just got clothes, like, hanging out. What are we supposed to do with these clothes, Carmen? Well, I don't know. Like, why wouldn't you take them, like, I just don't understand. Like, I understand the COVID situation. You don't want to be taking anything in. You're not trying to spread nothing. Mm. I understand everybody trying to be safe. Um, there's a code going on right now that people are starting to, like, get sick again. So I understand it. But at the same time, the people just walking around on the street with no damn shoes on, I don't think they fucking care, mm-hmm. like, about catching COVID. Right. <laughs> like, they're walking around the street. There's so many people downtown that doesn't have shoes on mm-hmm. that's just walking down the street yeah. barefoot. It's like they can use whatever you give them. So maybe you got to change the strategy mm-hmm. and, like, just go downtown and just, like, <laughs> throw up shorts at people out the window. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need these shorts? <laughs> and just, like, hand them out like that. You, on Robin Big, one of the... One of the episodes, uh, you remember that show, Robin Big? Of course. And uh, he had all these clothes that were brand new that were, like, given to him. And he was like, what am I supposed to do with all this stuff? He had, like, a garage full of clothes. Yeah, yeah. And he just would, like, give it out to people on the street. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> like there was, it was just a, a rush of people, like, taking clothes out of him. It's like, oh, we got it all done. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, you know, people just grabbing the free stuff. Yeah. Like, they may not fit. Rob Deerdick's a little man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think a lot of people are going to fit his clothes. Yeah, but people like free. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. They'll deal with it later. But and it was free, so free. if I don't want it, I'll just throw it away. Right. it was free. It didn't cost me anything. Well, I think that, yeah, people like free. I think that I recently just did that. Mm-hmm. It's this guy in a town, and he owns this little company, and right now he's in a... um. The marketing phase, he's just trying to get his name out there. So he's been, like, going around the town and different businesses and handing out um, his free hoodies. Mm-hmm. He's printed off all these hoodies with different little uh, catchphrases on them, and he's right. just handing them out to people with his, like, cards and everything mm-hmm. so people can buy more if they like the material. And I'm like, it's free, so I get it. And then it's too big for me, mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit you. So right. I'm probably not going to be wearing it. Mm-hmm. So I just have it. Yeah. Now what? You you took. I took it because it was free. Right. Yeah, and I like hoodies, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, this will be perfect, but that's the only size I could get. Right. So I got that size, and it's not too much, too big, but it's, it's too just big. A little too big. Yeah, but still, yeah. I don't like it that. It's a large, large. Right. Right. So I'm walking around now. I'm probably not gonna wear it, and I just got a free hoodie sitting mm-hmm. here. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. So, um, you know, I've been doing this hosting position at uh, my internship, for my internship right. for you, school. You see people. I do the host position. So when people come in, I show them to their table. I bring their menus. I'm also answering, like, DoorDash and Uber Eats mm-hmm. orders, as well as, like, the phone orders and questions on the phone and things like that. The important the, yeah. restaurant stuff. I mean, all this. Unlike what you're used to. What, cooking? Yeah. That's the important stuff. People got to <laughs> eat the food. But hosting is also very important. They mm-hmm. are the first line of defense. They are the face of the 
They are. Of the company. And they are the first line of defense. So right. they are the ones who kind of make sure the restaurant in general runs smoothly. If you have a host that don't know what they're doing, it screws over everybody. And they keep on putting me up there. It's like, I know I have to do it for an internship. And, like, I get I get that I have to, like, do it and do my best at it. Mm-hmm. But it sucks doing something that you're not good at that you've never done before. And, like, all eyes are on you and, like, you're fucking up. All eyes are on me. Yeah. So I was doing this position on Thursday and I was just going down in flames. And then last Thursday I went down in flames too. Mm-hmm. I was just going down in flames, Kirk. I'm like, people are on the phone calling. I'm on the phone. That hosting's not as easy as you it's thought it was. It's not fucking easy. I'm on the phone. Somebody else calling in on the line. I don't know how to put that on hold. I'm like, well, that person going to just have to fucking call back. He going to have to take to eat mm-hmm. that one. So I'm talking to this person, and then people are walking in the door, and I'm supposed to see them, but I'm on a phone taking an order. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So at this point, people are just walking and seating themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, oh, she's on the phone. So even though the, you know you're not supposed to do it, there's a sign that say, wait to be seated, everything. Mm-hmm. People don't care. That one. Yeah. I'm taking that seat. I, I want that seat. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is I go to show customers to their seats, and – I have to pick the section of the server that has the lowest number because we try to make it fair so they all have the same amount of people. Right. So if, like, one person has two tables, she has one, give her the next table. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I have to seat you in this area because that's her area. And they're like, well, we're not fucking sitting there. Mm-hmm. We don't want that seat. We want to sit there. Now I don't know what to do because... I have to, like, what am I supposed to do, argue with these people? So I'm like, okay, so then I pick another spot for them to sit in, but it might not be in the right section. Mm -hmm. And then the server will say, hey, I'm supposed to be next. Well, I don't fucking know what I'm supposed to do in that situation. Mm -hmm. People are getting up, moving their entire table to another table without me noticing, and Mm -hmm. then I come back to seat somebody at the table they moved to, and then they're there, and then now. Mm -hmm. And do you look at them? Yes, I do. You look at them like, oh my god, like y'all know, and they're like, sorry, yeah, you are sorry. Thanks a mm-hmm. lot for fucking me over tonight because mm-hmm. I'm already not good at this. And then you guys are doing little tricky things mm-hmm. that's making it worse. And I don't. It's too stressful dealing with people that closely. Mm-hmm. Like people just do whatever they want, and I don't know like how to how to do better at it. I guess mm-hmm. I'm not getting any better. Yeah. <laughs> like one day you'll get there. I'm hoping that I'll be done thing. with it before I get, You'll get good at it. You'll get hosting thing down, Carmen. Yeah. What good is doing it if you don't learn how how it's done? Well, I'm trying to get better at right. it, but I'm going to I'm going to be done there. with my internship before I get better at it. Okay. That's the issue. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a weird one. I don't know. I'm not like I think hosting sucks. But I do appreciate the host a little better now. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were lazy. Like, oh, my God, she sucks. They're just up there, and they just they just look at, they look at the seating chart. Mm-hmm. I know um, we uh, we had a friend that uh, worked at a – I worked at a gym whenever I was younger, you know, in my uh, late high school, col- early college days. Mm-hmm. And It's a perfect job, actually, working at a gym at that age. Uh-huh. And uh, one guy, whenever he he left, the three of us that were friends that worked there, we all had to get real jobs at some point, right? Like we couldn't 
couldn't work at the gym anymore because we weren't making enough money. Right. And one guy, he became a host mm-hmm. at a at an O Charlie's. Have you ever heard of that? No, not a it's, O Charlie's. It's kind of like an Applebee's slash Chili's, but it's uh like Irish food. Right. Irish American food. Right. Anything you put an O in front of. Right. Right. And uh, he was a host, and we we're like, "Isn't that a girl's job? <laughs> like, how many how many yeah. men hosts do you see at restaurants? Typically, young kids or." Sensitive men? Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't either one of those. Like, I know a guy host, but he's also a, um, he is a, what do you call it? He do, like, the, not Broadway, but, like, the plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know how people be on stage doing those plays? He, yeah. What do you call those people? He does they, plays. Yeah, I know An what you actor, call them, something. A singer? Yeah, they, they do all that stuff. He's into theatrics. Yeah, he's a theater person. Right. And he's a host. And... That makes sense because he knows how to cater to people and he right. know like he's a showman. So he's like, he's talking to everybody. He's mm-hmm. so for him, that makes a lot of sense. But for you're like, a, he's the best one I've ever seen. Do you're it. at a little higher end of a place. This is not true. A, a no Charlie's that you, but at, at that place, it would be a younger guy mm-hmm. because y- you put younger kids in those positions because they pick it up quick. But if mm-hmm. you're like, in your 20s like once you start getting up in age it's like yeah you need to be doing something harder instead right. of standing here right and typically they want nice looking girls to stand at the front right so that's the first thing you see when you walk in they don't want a boy standing there mm-hmm. yeah that doesn't work it's strange it is strange but it was okay like did he apply for host i don't know <laughs> or did they just put him in that position I don't that's know what the bigger that's the Better question. Like, I'm gonna be a host. That'll be my job. Like, because hmm. I feel like he would be a bus boy before he'd be a host. If you're a boy, right? Or a server. Yeah, or a server. If but, you're a nice looking guy, you could be a server. Uh huh. But you gotta that's something you have to learn. Right. Yeah. But I don't think serving is the hardest thing to learn. I think it's more so you have to learn how to be around people. But if you're gonna do hosting, you could do serving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's not typically a guy job, but <laughs> isn't it weird how in restaurants, like if you don't look a certain way and you're working in front of the house, a lot of places, especially higher end places, they'll say, you can't work here. Mm-hmm. You could be a busboy. Yeah, we <laughs> went to we went to uh, Boa in Santa Monica. Right. A steak place. Yeah. A steakhouse, Boa Steakhouse. Beautiful steakhouse. I love it. And our, our waitress... Was this tall, beautiful lady, blonde hair, blonde hair, had this like evening gown? It wasn't mm-hmm. even a dress; it was like a gown. Yeah, and she like took our order, and mm-hmm. then some little little man came with their plate, and like she didn't even have to carry the plate, and mm-hmm. she just walked in. And she said, "Here's your food," and the guy put it down. Like, how do you get that wait waiting job? Where you don't even have to carry the food. You gotta like, have a, you gotta have a, a gown. Well, you gotta you have, have to ex- have a gown. You first. gotta have experience. <laughs> yeah. Because they want people in places like that where they're charging that much. They want people who has a reputation or has mm-hmm. worked at other places. Right. They don't typically. But it's like also the, the image is a thing. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta That's look the, the part. Thing. You gotta look the part too. Yeah. But so if you experienced and you looked the part, you pretty much got the job. Right. And uh, we went to uh, in 
Bar Harbor. We went to this uh, before we left. We mm -hmm. went to a little place. I got a lobster roll, remember? Mm -hmm. And then that guy showed up and, you know, he had his hat on and, you know, his his shirt was tucked in weird. I think it was tucked in the back, but not the in the The place front. where I got the, uh, what did I get? Did I get that I clam? Clam something. And it was. I got a like, clam pasta or something. Uh huh. And it wasn't very good. Oh, yeah. That was so bad. It was so like bad. just but, butter noodles with clams in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy oh. is not working at Boa Steakhouse. No, he's not. With his shirt tucked in in the back, but not in the front. No, that place should be ashamed of themselves anyway. <laughs> it's like, come on, his shirt is dirty. He got holes in it. It's tucked in weird because he's probably hiding more holes uh -huh. that's at the bottom of it. <laughs> it's like, how long has he had this shirt? And why are you guys not <laughs> saying so something about yeah, it? His shirt was so gross. Oh, my God. Like, I don't understand. Like, that should be hiding. We... We were about ready to leave to come here. It's a couple hour drive, you know. Right. So the place had just opened. Mm -hmm. Like we actually had to wait for it to open. Right. <laughs> and that's so how he started. And he started off. his day with the dirty shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we have a kid that works with us. I won't say kid. He's an older guy, but uh, he's on a spectrum. He's an autistic kid, and he comes in a few weeks ago, and he had he. Okay, so I see him walking down the damn street. And whatever, I'm like, oh, there's, there he is. He's coming in for work, like, on time, like always. Like, we love working with him. Mm -hmm. He comes in, he gets to the elevator, and I look over at him, and he has his apron on already tied up, and he mm -hmm. just walk in the door. I said, um, where did the apron come from? You just walked in the door. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I bring it from home, I wash it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, go downstairs, take it off, and go get a new one. You need to have a new one every single day. Do mm -hmm. not bring it from home. Walk down the street in it, and then come in and think you're going to start working. Right. But, I mean, he doesn't know any better. And I bet you that guy at the place we were at, if somebody would have said, hey, you can't look like that, mm -hmm. he wouldn't look like he that. He probably would have adjusted. Yeah. But no one's saying anything. Right. It's like, man, that's how businesses close. And because mm -hmm. those, all those little things add up, and then you get a reputation. And then people, like right now, we're never going back to that place ever again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the food was trash. The servers looked like trash. Like, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. but you would say I ordered the wrong thing. You, you did. I was perfectly fine with my lobster roll. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I order the wrong thing. I just have right. high expectations, and then I'm let down most of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. You done? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for watching another episode of the Sweet Gravy Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also check us out on YouTube and every other streaming platform. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.